Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. It is time for the main squeeze and that means it is my pleasure to welcome back Carolyn Moffat from Couple Works. And today we're delving into something that I think anyone who's been in a relationship has asked themselves at some point. Should I stay? Should I go? What is good enough? What is not good enough? Where do I draw the line? And Carolyn, this is an extremely complex question, but one that we've all asked ourselves from time to time. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Uh, Good enough, not good enough. When should I stay or should I go? If we don't know, you know, what is good enough? What what are my relationship needs? Uh, Then we've got we're kind of flying in the dark, aren't we? And so so often, oh, there's a spark. Have we lost the spark? You know, do I have to feel warm and hey, I'm not feeling warm and fuzzy all the time, or you know, the sex has dropped off a little bit, uh, or we have some different interests if we don't know kind of which battles to pick or what matters what doesn't matter uh then we can't know should i stay should i go uh and so thankfully thankfully (laughs) the last decades of science and research around attachment have really given us you know a solid a solid map for that uh and and as unsexy as that might actually sound uh it's actually all about kind of biology yeah what we know is we're herd animals we are herd animals we are wired uh our brain is wired to need to know that i've got people you know i've got a herd i've got got a village a network and and in that village i've got one or two precious people who are actually really you know close you know who really matter and who i matter to them Mm. And for most of us, uh, that's our squeeze. You know, yeah. our main person is our safe person and our brain has a special place for them. They're our safe person. And so there's a part of our brain under the radar that's constant, our amygdala that's constantly scanning with our safe person, with our squeeze. Are you there for me? Can I count on you? Do I matter to you? Have you got my back? Do you love me? And we either get uh, a solid yes <laughs> yep. uh, or we get a no or a maybe. And if we get a no or a maybe, uh, our alarm bells go off uh, and we either know what to do with them or or not. Exactly. And we did have a discussion last time you were on about – Choose your mountain to die on, I guess, Um, in that sometimes there are things in relationships that are going to come up because we're dealing with two different people Um, and there are some things that come up. But, you know, do – is that the real issue? Is is the way that they stack the dishwasher the real issue here? Um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so, you know – when when our brain is scanning for that and when we sort of feel that perhaps that person isn't there for us or we can't rely on that person um, and, and our alarm bells are, are going off, I guess that that's when we need to sort of sit down and make a decision. And I circle back to what you said um, previously is that I guess where we start with that is that we have to know what our values are. Ah, and our bottom line. 
We really do. That's such an important one to know. But what we also know is kind of actually uh, down at the bottom line, uh, this is about safety or danger. Uh, Biology says that if I don't have someone that I can count on who's there for me, uh, then my reptilian brain says my chances of surviving and thriving are just uh, reduced. Mm. Uh, And that leaves me feeling not safe just like maybe I don't have enough air or I don't have enough safety or I don't have enough shelter it's a really primal need mm-hmm. to have a, a, a people we can count on yeah so absolutely those principles are all the same we talk about our our relationship needs my sex need needs for you know compliments and and in fact those are those are ways some of our needs uh, might come out, but in fact, we're all wired the same. What we need is to feel safe. Yeah. Uh, so until we can listen to dishes on the sink, what are my values about? You know, mm. uh, uh, what are my opinions? You know, what what are all the interests and the and the and the and the ways that we uh, we differ? Until we can know where is this about? Are you there for me? Can I count on you? Do I matter to you? Uh, then we're still kind of you know we're barking up the wrong tree, and we think it's about those other things. Yeah. So your question, did I speak to what you were saying? Do I understand Yeah, that? you did. You did. So basically what we what we need to know is, uh, you know, are they, are they safe? And what's really interesting is, I guess you said at the beginning, you said about the spark, right? And we, we have this spark in the beginning. We have this adrenaline and we have this, you know, um, this – yeah, we walk around with rose-coloured glasses and the and the hormones and all that sort of stuff are going crazy. Um, and then at some point that that person sticks around and they become our, our squeeze, our, you know, we're in a relationship with them and those hormones dissipate. And I guess sometimes we can kind of go, oh, well, that means that we're not as connected because – the hormones have disappeared, but uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yes, there is. It's so common to think, oh, we're not as close as we used to be. This, we've lost the spark. We've fallen out of love. Does this mean uh, that I need to move on? Is this the end of the, you know, do I just need to listen to my gut? But the problem is our gut really kind of doesn't ever feel great about the dishes in the sink or a messy house if we're a clean freak or a naggy partner if we're not a clean freak (laughs) or when you know we've been up all night with the kids and you know we're you know we've got vomit all over us uh our gut just doesn't feel happy and warm and sexy (laughs) and sparky uh in those situations and so often there's this horrible feeling of oh are we done have we lost it uh should i move on should i not and if we don't recognize what are my needs what am what am i what do i actually need to feel safe and secure in this relationship then we can mistake the lack of spark uh, for a signal that not enough time to move on. And the mm. problem is we if we do that, we're throwing out the baby with the bathwater, mm. we've moved on, uh, we've got another spark which will wear off in time. And mm. if we don't know how to reignite the spark, uh, then we just have to keep going from relationship to relationship or we have to stay in a relationship with no spark uh, and no security. Yeah, yeah. And I guess just expecting that to happen by itself without any self-awareness is uh, folly as well. <laughs> you know, it's uh, something that we have to that we have to put some thought into. Uh, 
um, rela- healthy relationships don't just happen um, by happenstance, I guess. They, yeah. Absolutely. If we don't recognise kind of, you know, the, 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 the signs yep. <laughs> and know what to do with the signs, then absolutely. Where do we go? How do we know what to do with that? Yeah. Okay. Well, what we might do is we'll take a break and when we come back, we might have a look at those alarm bells and, uh, mm-hmm. and what, we, what we might uh, want to do about it. Carolyn Moffat is our relationships guru and we will be back on the main squeeze here on The Juice. We are back with Carolyn Moffat from CoupleWorks and we are talking about today the should I stay, should I go question. Maybe the spark has worn off in your relationship and it's not as exciting as it was in the beginning or maybe you're starting to notice some things that are alarm bells and you're wondering what to do about it. Carolyn, when we're talking about alarm bells, what sort of might crop up? Um, you know, what What sort of rocks the boat in relationships? Well, in some ways it's so funny that our alarm bells can come out of nowhere and if we don't recognise them, we think it's about the dishes on the sink or, or mm. something that, you know, we don't agree about. Uh, and so until we can recognise them, we're not often aware that, uh, our amygdala, <laughs> on, on a very subconscious level, our brain, our safety brain is saying, uh-oh, alarm bell, alarm bell, this is about are you there for me? Can I count on you? Can I reach you? Can I trust you? Do I matter to you? Yeah. And so when that alarm bell goes off and we think we're complaining about something or protesting about something else, we can't ever listen to well, what do I need and is that alarm bell like a smoke alarm is it a false alarm yeah <laughs> did i just burn the toast <laughs> or is it a real alarm or or has there been a fire and my and the batteries are out of my alarm you know we yeah. can't know is there a real threat or not and so for 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 any and all of us we've got you know as complex as we are we have two kind of you know ways of reacting to our alarm bells if we don't recognize what they are And one is we come on really strong and we get angry and protest and we come on with force about whatever it is. Let's stay with the dishes in the sink. You always, you never, you, you, you. Yep. Uh, or we just kind of shut it all down and we get cognitive and we avoid and we dismiss and we distract and we might even leave the relationship if it happens too often. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that creates a new problem. So until we can really tune in and listen to well, what am we, what's going on inside, what alarm bell is going off, if we really listen, uh, we can recognise something inside is saying danger, fear, danger. And that's a big leap when it looks like we're talking about, you know, any kind of, we're talking about money or going out or should we have Indian or pizza for dinner tonight. Yeah. So when we can tune in and listen to our alarm bells, then a couple of things happen. Then we can really recognise, okay, uh, what's this really about? You know, what's the deal breaker here? Do I matter? Are you there for me? Can I count on you? Do you love me? Yeah. Uh, Sometimes when we can listen to that, we can remind ourselves, oh, my goodness, false alarm, of course, of course. You're my Mm. squeeze. You're my person. We're good. Yeah. Oh, you know, I don't need to yell, <laughs> yeah. or, or maybe I can talk about this really in a in a really kind of a, a calm way. Yeah. And sometimes it's like I'm not sure. 
Yeah. I'm not sure. Are you there for me? Do I matter to you? Can I, can I trust you? Mm. Uh, and then that's a different conversation with a different kind of how do we talk about that? Mm. How do we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that also is a conversation for another time, Louise. Yeah. But yeah. until we can recognise one or the other, we can't even know, is this about us? Uh, yeah. Is this about something in our relationship that really needs attention? Yeah. Uh, or is this my nervous system reacting because, you know, uh, you know, that's just a raw spot in my own nervous system? Right. Uh, so how do we talk about it first uh, without the kind of the dialing up and the yelling and being super reactive? You always, you never, <laughs> yeah. or without dialing down and dismissing and kind of leaving the relationship and saying nothing and avoiding or, or stonewalling. Yeah. So the problem becomes if we don't know what we're really talking about, what really matters, we can't assess, we can't talk to our squeeze in a way that really can ask, you know, uh, to, to bring our fears, you know, uh, I, there's, a, there's a voice inside that's wondering, you know, do I really matter? You know, something yeah. that you said really hurts. Yeah. And do you care? Do my feelings matter? Are you there for me? And how our person responds uh, is a reassurance of that. And it's never about the content up here on the surface. Yeah, I get it. I get it. There's a there's a deeper meaning. That's been a really, like, a fascinating discussion and it makes so much sense that, um, you know, we need to, that there is a part of our brain that is running on the subconscious when it's a program, we're not even aware of it. And, um, and that can sort of inform the dishes on the sink argument and the, you know, and, and that it, it is coming down to safety and it helps to remind ourselves that this person um, is our squeeze. So, you know, if there's, if there's things happening, let's, you know, try and get out of our reptilian brain that is reactive and maybe yells across the room and, and calmly approach it. Yeah, kind of like, you know, let's take a, a silly example, kind of uh, falling out of a parachute. My chute has not deployed. Uh, then screaming and panicking uh, is going to be pretty react, pretty pretty understandable, but it's not going to do anything helpful. Yeah. Uh, and really kind of pulling out the guide for how to deploy my emergency chute. <laughs> yeah. It's going to have the information there, but we can't do that when we're in free fall out of an airplane. Yeah. So number one, recognize okay what's going on do i feel like i'm falling out of a, of a plane here right now so okay take a deep breath really listen to what's the danger? what's the danger my brain is trying to tell me is it real is it not how do i talk to my squeeze about my fear uh, in a way that really makes it better instead of pushing them away or leaving them yeah yeah, makes sense. Makes absolute sense, and it is a skill, and uh, and one that you know we can, if we're aware of it, we can practice. Yes, and that's a conversation. How to do that? It's a conversation. That's our next conversation, Louise. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to dive into that with you as well, Carolyn. Well, thank you so much for bringing this to the table. I think that it's uh, it's a question that or comes up for all of us, and and I guess. Um, having some recognition around it is so very important and we don't, as you say, want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. 
Mm. Yeah, that was Carolyn Moffat, our relationships expert here on The Main Squeeze. You're listening to The Juice on Newcastle Live Radio.